I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back. It's another episode of the Zone Boxing Show podcast, episode number five. Speaking of five, it's been about five days or so, Barack, since we've been back from Sin City. Since yes. the trilogy, Canelo versus Triple G. A few days to reflect. I actually watched the the broadcast yesterday. Great job by Jacobs, too. I actually hit him up about that. I thought he did a good job in, in, in his analysis. Uh, Barack, what, what's your, what have you reflected on, buddy? Well, I'm surprised you came straight back. You know, usually you like to spend all your money and get stuck in Vegas. And, yeah, well, I was. And I got to come drive you home. So she dragged me home. If it wasn't for uh, her, I probably would have still been there. You're right. lucky. Uh, my my take is we finally got past Triple G. Canelo can't. You know, I, <laughs> I, I just, I figure like this. It wasn't the resistance that we thought we'd see against Canelo. But regardless of the fact, this was the man that gave Canelo the toughest fights of his career. Uh, many, many people feel like Triple G won the first fight. A lot of a few people even feel like he won the second fight. I, I don't know why. Oh, what they were it, it was a close fight. It was a close fight, so I understand. But <laughs> but he ha- this was uh the most personal fight for Canelo in a long, long, long time, maybe since Floyd Mayweather Jr. And he finally got Triple G out of the way. I love the way it concluded, where they both showed respect for each other. Even Triple G admitted his loss in the in the post-fight in uh conference. So, uh, man, you know that's, what, Barack, that's all I can say. It was over. It, it was it was anticlimactic, but it was over. Well, one of the things that I was afraid would happen happened, and I noticed that on social media. You know, I'm one of those guys that read comments and on YouTube, social media, and so on and so forth. Argue every fan. Well, no, I don't, <laughs> now I don't argue. I just read them, but I don't I don't respond. But to your point, it shows you what type of uh, like. What type of person Canelo is, yeah. and even though he, he, it seemed like he was going into that fight with so much hatred, how he can let it all go after two men battle like that, go to war together, and squash it. Now it's always easier doing that when you get a win, right? But nevertheless, <laughs> uh, w- w- what I was afraid of was Canelo outboxing Triple G, beating them easily, and people bringing up the age factor. It's kind of hard not to, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, yes, but 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 again, it doesn't mean that that was a factor in him losing the fight. I so, mean, people are so going. What was it? That's what? what they have to latch a lot of things. What what I saw like, in the fight specifically was Triple G being tentative. It's not that he was slow. It's not. It's not that he wasn't move. He moved like an old man. He did not want to engage. Please explain to me where this where this age play a part in that decision. Meaning as you get older, your resistance, that. as you get older, your resistance change. So you're not the same guy, just like Evander Holyfield. We don't Evander know Holy- no, 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 no. This is real. No, I'm giving you facts. I'm not saying this is what happened with Triple G. I'm giving you facts and why people are, are saying it might have been the age. As you get older, your resistance change. Evander Holyfield can take the biggest punch from the biggest heavyweight and Vitor knocked him out <laughs> the other day, you know? So oh my God. that's, that, that's why that people, example, that's why punishment for 20 something years. That's why stop. people are saying that's a perfect example. It doesn't matter. As you get older, you can't take the same shots as you could when you were younger. I'm not saying that was the case. What oh. I'm saying is that in the other two fights, Canelo could not hurt Triple G to the face. Nobody can hurt Triple G to the face. So now all of a sudden, Triple G doesn't want those shots. Does that Did you mean forget Canelo, to Triple G mean, just fought in Japan against Morata? Does that mean that Canelo is punching harder? So what's the reason for Triple G not wanting to take Canelo's shots? Why, why was he so old against Morata? Answer the question. No, I'm saying. That it was a better fighter. Age. We're talking about a better fighter. Canelo's a better fighter. My so, point. That's that's exactly you just proved but, my but point. But he fought Canelo twice already and won and and um, people feel like he won one. So what I'm saying is, 
was Canelo punching harder so now he can't take Canelo's shots when he took them easily before? I'm asking you that question. Are you going to answer that? I, I, it's impossible for me to answer that. How can, how can I answer that? And exactly. So then you have to use wisdom and you have to say, that, you have to deduce then what was it? So that's why I'm no, not that's your, that's your opinion. I'm not saying it was the eight. No, this is wisdom. I'm not it's saying not it was wisdom, the eight. Oh, I'm not it, saying it was the eight. That's just a crutch. I'm just that's saying. It's not wisdom. That's so, so me having a crutch. Why, okay. Explain so why he could well, take his shots because before. he's old. Explain why he could take his shots before, but he couldn't. He didn't even want to get hit by those shots in this fight. Why? Maybe Canelo landed something early that stung him like the other ones didn't sting. I've seen fighters so not get knocked out. 24 and, rounds, he never stung him, and now all of a sudden he stings him. I'm telling you, I'm not saying that's the case. I'm, right, so I'm telling you saying, why. That's a good saying, argument. If you're not saying... It, I'm not saying it was because of his age, but I'm saying it was because of his age. That's what you're saying. No, no, no. I'm telling you their argument. I'm telling you why that's a, even a valid argument that makes sense. That's you're not giving no. You're not giving nothing. You're, because that's the only actually, thing. And actually, what you're saying is, on. what you're saying too is, you don't know why neither. What I'm so, saying but, is, but, that but for some reason, using... you don't even want to bring up the age. You no. sound crazy. You no, sound because crazy. I'm, because I'm, no, because you I'm don't being, know. You don't know I'm why. Not, I'm be objective. I'm not just going to say like everybody else, oh, he was old. That's why he didn't want to engage. That's so wack. But I'm not saying easy. that neither. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is don't rule it out. You're ruling it out. You're crazy. You're crazy for ruling what it I, out. What I, the, reason I'm, the reason I'm ruling it out is because in watching the fight, in watching the belt, what I saw was a guy that was that was almost afraid to engage at times. That's not, to, in my opinion, I've seen, I've seen fighters that have shown signs of father time affecting them. I've seen it with Bernard Hopkins against Joe Smith. I've seen it with Julio Cesar Chavez against Oscar De La Hoya. I've seen it with Tito Trinidad against Roy Jones. I've seen guys show age. I didn't see a show age, older age affecting them. I didn't see that in watching a fight. All I'm telling you, in my opinion, it wasn't an age factor. It was a guy that was almost afraid to engage until later on in the fight. And I'll prove you, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I'll say this. If it was so much with old age and the resistance was different, why in rounds uh, nine and 10 or whatever those rounds were that Triple G was in the middle of the ring engaging, taking shots and throwing back all of a sudden, his resistance came back. He found no, the fault of the in between the rounds. Let me answer that. Take a deep breath so, so that you don't have a stroke. Also, not just resistance, but also speed. He lost speed. So now he's getting countered by the super fast Canelo. And that's the problem. So if you're older and you lose speed, then you're like, damn, I'm getting hit every single time now. Now I'm getting hit every single time I throw this right hand. I get countered. So Canelo told us afterwards, he, Triple G didn't want to throw that hand, that right hand, because he was afraid of getting countered. Maybe because in his mind, it's, it's fast, but it really comes out slow. Right. And as fast as he can throw it, Canelo's right. able I, I, to I get counter your point. So Now, does that make around? sense, though, as a so, possibility? No, no. Does but that I, make sense as a press. possibility? I'm asking a question. No, that's, that's exactly what happened. He was scared to get hit. Answer this question, though. Does the speed factor make sense? Is that a possibility that Triple G is slower, no, so therefore uh, he doesn't want to me. get he countered? Didn't, he didn't is that slower. a possibility? He didn't look slow to me, so that can't be a possibility. Is that a possibility, Mister? You no. engage with no. your eyes. No. I get it. it no. That's not a possibility. No. You no. sound no. crazy. No. You no, sound crazy, no. if and you know you're look, lying. If he you know look, you're lying. No, I'm not. No, I don't. I don't argue he with people. He did not look slow. I don't argue people who lie. If he did not look over. slow. If he did not look slow, <laughs> no, it's over. The argument's over. The over. The over. The, over the, the argument's you over. You want me to? You want me to agree with you and see things through your lens? No, I said it's agree. a possibility. That's not my lens. I, I, I'm using wisdom. You're using emotion, and I'm using wisdom. But I didn't see a slower Triple G. Is it a possibility that he's slower? Yes or no? What? That, that's a weird-ass question. Is were it a possibility? Timing, yes or no? timing his shots? Yes or no? 
You 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 are obviously because you said it's, we both it's exactly are. the same. We both, no, it wasn't. I said wasn't it's, a I'm asking a no, question. No, I didn't no, say. I, I answered it three times. Is it I a possibility? No, you're a liar. No, you're a liar. Because he's always calling a me a liar. He's asking it's my opinion. You asking my opinion, then you're calling me a liar. That makes no sense at because all. Because you cannot gauge. You cannot gauge. I'm calling you a liar if you're saying it is a possibility. I'm asking a question. I'm not I a liar. I'm asking a question. I answered it. No, and you're lying. You're lying. No, what, what happened lying. in the ninth round? What I feel sorry for you. What happened in the round? I feel sorry for you that your boxing knowledge stopped so low. Your boxing knowledge stopped so low. What happened in the rounds that Triple G started to engage and land shots? All I'm of a sudden, you, he, he got faster. His speed slow. went up. He, he was too slow for Canelo. Right. Canelo was right, countering listen. him. Canelo uh, was still look, countering him. It's safe to say we don't agree. Uh, Canelo has beaten Triple G. The trilogy is over. The saga is over. What's next? I mean, it seems like we know what's next. You and I oh, uh, spent some time know. with Canelo. We don't know what's next. Well, really? we, we, we spent some time with Canelo afterwards, and, and I won't say exactly what was said. But then why are been, you saying that then? Well, <laughs> we spent well, some time with Canelo. I can't tell you nothing. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying we went to this victory dinner as we always do, right? And you we just want to show up. off. We chopped guys. Up. We just want to let you guys know that we're in the in crowd. We get to go to dinner and you don't. <laughs> yeah, that was just a little, a little job in there. Wow. But, oh, you're crazy. But, but there was some good stuff, talk, uh, some good things said. We talked about the fight. We talked about how he felt. Um, but there was this I can say because it he put it out there himself that his uh there's some injury to his left hand. He's had it for a while now. He's been fighting with pain yeah. in his left hand. He needs surgery. He said he's he's a warrior, so he's fought through it. I, I forget since what fight, Barack. Um he did mention when it started, after what fight. I don't know if it was the plant I fight. Was, I know it was a it was a plant fight. Yeah, it was, Maybe it was, it was a, a plant fight, fight. right? So yeah. He needed surgery. He's been powering through. He fought Bavo. He fought. Um, he, he obviously beat Triple G with that left hand. But seems like I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that he's probably going to take a break, and we probably won't see him for a year. If he does uh, indeed go through with the surgery, he's going to need some time off. So uh, yes. the face of boxing is going to be uh, sitting in the background for a while, maybe playing some golf. Chilling. He's so be a for those father that, and a husband, exactly, full time for a little bit while. I mean, like, a little but, while while he's recuperating. But Rock, he you deaf. said it to him himself, and I felt like when you said that to him, I felt like it it hit him. When you said, "Bro, you need a break. You deserve it." He was like, he looked at you. He's like, and almost looked at himself. Like, damn right I do it. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. damn right. Um, and, and it's true. So you, you you know why? You know why I felt like he looked like that? Probably I didn't know you noticed that. But I, I felt like he he did that little second take, like, oh, snap, you're right. Because it's hard to please the fans. And, and as a boxer or as an athlete, you're really doing everything for other people. And it's so hard to sit there and say, I need to do this for myself. And that's some, that was like an awakening moment for him to right. say, damn, you know what? It really doesn't matter. And I told him, I said, listen, don't even rush back. Don't worry about it. Take your time. Yes, take your time. Because uh, in actuality, if he retire, if he says, you know what, my wrist is too bad, I can't return. My knees are too bad, I can't return. He had a great career, a great a Hall of Fame career. Yeah, a, one of the greatest careers. Yes, in boxing on all the weight classes, absolutely at the age that he did. So, but I, I do see, uh, I do see Canelo coming back. Though I don't think that this is the end of his legacy, and you know, in his career. But we probably won't see see him for a while. So I, I don't even want to think of what's next for him. Obviously, he wants to avenge the loss with Bavo, but between now and, and the time that he, his surgery heals and he's ready to come back in the ring, who knows what the landscape is going to look like in the super middleweight division and in the uh, in the light heavyweight division. So I guess we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Uh, I do want to point out that globally, um, you know, the zone generated an audience, a global audience of 1.06 million uh, worldwide, including pay-per-view and, and uh, subscribers, which was phenomenal, a uh, phenomenal number, face of boxing. That's phenomenal, you say? Uh, yeah, I mean, Go, if, if everybody you're cracking in a million. the whole world, a millions, a million. Compare, all right, so compared to. I wouldn't say that's phenomenal. I said, you know. Compared okay. to what pay-per-view is today, Right, I'm not talking about 15 years the ago. The Zone is the only global network, so 
Nah, oh. I can't compare it. I can't compare it. I got to know what how many they sold in the U.S. That's the only thing I can compare it to. Yeah, well, even 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 the rumors that been going out there saying it was about six hundred thousand in the U.S. That's still well over a, all yeah. the other pay per views that are going out today. Yeah, see, Canelo's bad is other pay per view fighters great. Double. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? It's great because I, I believe I've heard. Steven Espinosa say 300,000 is good. And if 300,000 is good, I'm happy with that. You know what I mean? Now, we can't get used to what Floyd were do was doing. So everybody's like, oh, if it don't hit a million, it's no good. No, 300,000 yeah. is good for boxing. Yeah. yeah. You know? Um, so in any case, I just want to put those numbers out there. Uh, speaking of big fights, Barack, there's, there are other rumors out there about Crawford Spence and it being on November 19th. But apparently, now, look, Alleged, I don't know this to be true. I'm just going off with some stuff I've seen on the internet. Um, but I do have a source that I spoke to today that kind of <laughs> confirms who's very sick. close to uh, to Terrence Crawford. Very close to um, you. <laughs> no, no, actually, I'm, I'm being, I'm being real here. And I'll tell you about it later. But um, I don't so know. So you're going to tell, oh, you're going to tell people on a podcast before you even tell me. Thanks. No, I'm saying I'm not going to. I'm not, I'm going to tell you later. I'm not going to tell them exactly who the person is or what they said, but I'll tell you the rumors is that it's a 35, 65 split that there's no guaranteed money for Terrence Crawford. No, no, wait, 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 let me stop you there. I'm sorry. Wait, wait, let me finish. Let me just wait, wait, me lay what, out no, because what job, what job do you go to? And they say, well, we can't guarantee you the salary, <laughs> but uh, just yeah. come in on Monday. Yeah, yeah, like, it, doesn't, come on. It, does, it doesn't make sense. And, and this, this particular room, I, I'm just tell, I'm relaying what I've seen on the internet. I don't know this to be true. I don't even believe it's true, but they are saying that even in a win, if Terrence Crawford should be Errol Spence, that he will still come in as the B-side. Another thing that makes no sense because he, he is- Well, well we, we got to know the uh, schematics for that. So well, well, the reason we saying B-side? B-side means less money. B-side yeah, exactly. means who, who cares about the, the little corny B-side stuff where your name is second, oh, yeah, you that, come in the ring first. Yeah. Who can, I'm sure Bud don't care about that. Bud, Bud, Bud is about his paper, but right. he's about, obviously he's about, you know, legacy. So I don't see how he could still get B-side money after winning. No, and and that's and and that, and I agree with you on that. I just don't see that that being possible. I don't. I, don't, I know Bud has surrounded himself around, uh, uh, you know, some small people. I, I don't see anybody agreeing to less money if it's you know all the bells and whistles. Right. Andy Ruiz was the B-side even after he but, won. But what I will understanding the reason understand why the bull though not the the reason not, why supposedly that he did accept that split was be. You know they're basing it on Spencer's pay-per-view numbers, and and his in 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 his history has shown us that he's done more pay-per-view numbers than Terrence Crawford. He has more, beaten more champion at, champions at welterweight, so I can see where there can be something agree on. Okay, I'll accept less, but I don't see him saying yes, I'll accept less in a rematch, and there's no guaranteed money for me. No way, no how. But this is uh, this is the latest. That's been out there. Crawford, Spence, Espinosa, Al Heyman, all those guys have put anything out. But for my sources, it is something close to that effect, Barack. Well, that sounds trash, trashy to me. Yeah. Um, but enough respect to Terrence Crawford if he really accepted that deal. I think that's bogus. I, I don't agree. I don't believe that. Um but whether I agree with the terms or not, who cares? Like if, if Terrence is going to get in that ring and fight for 35%, my hat's off to that brother. I'll say this. I'll say this as well, Barack. That man has a Hall of Fame career. Already. already. But if, from what I'm hearing is he's upset about it, and um, but he's tired of the back and forth and he just wants to fight this man. Let's, and, call, let's call Terrence right now. And, and, and I'll say this. Call him up. Call let's up. call. Let's call him up right now. Let, let's yeah. see. Let's see if we can get him. And, and, he ain't gonna answer. You know why he ain't gonna answer? Because he because he's upset, like you just <laughs> said. <laughs> but listen, if, if indeed that is the truth, I, I think we're gonna get even a, a meaner Terrence Crawford inside that ring. If he's accepting everything less, please leave your message. Uh oh, damn, his phone. He. Uh oh, I can't. I can't let y'all hear the, the the number. But uh, let me tell you something. It went straight to voicemail. He's locked. That in. means he's getting less money. Something, something's <laughs> going on. He couldn't pay his phone bill. Something's going on. 
I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it. And um, if it is true, I think they're making it worse with Errol Spence, to be honest with you. I just think he's going to be... Why do you say that? Because <laughs> just, he's just going to feel disrespected. An angry and Bud? See, Ter- Ter- Bud Crawford, if you know anything about Bud Crawford, he's the type of guy, you know, you got your share of fighters that uh, if their head isn't right and they're upset, they're not going to perform right. Yeah. If Terrence is upset, be scared. Be afraid. <laughs> be very afraid. Because he's going to be meaner and he's going to fight with a chip on his shoulder and it suits him well in that square circle. This is going to be fight of the year. This is, yo, I'm so excited and nervous about this fight. This is going to be fight of the year. These are our best fighters that we have today. Yes, yes. yes. Undefeated, still in their prime, and they're going to fight God. And, and for you, the Zone Boxing Show fans, we should be in Vegas during that fight week, giving you guys fresh Oh, I like content. that. I like right. that. Saying it on air, saying it oh, on the podcast, right. so that the powers that be can say, "Hey, you're right." Well, well no, I've already, I've already had a conversation with the powers that be before I left Vegas, and it looks like that's where we're headed. Uh, nevertheless, uh, if, listen. Hope- if they, if the zone wasn't sending us, guess what? I'd be there with a shoebox and, and a piece of gum and some wires and whatever I got to do to make a podcast right there. <laughs> I would oh, no, create no, 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 no. a podcast. Right there on the spot. No, we'll definitely be out there, no question. Man. As in fact, as soon as, uh, as soon as I get confirmation from Bud or or Arrow that the fight is indeed that day, um, I'm gonna hit our guy Kevin Nichols at the zone. Stop booking, buddy. Stop, Stop booking. <laughs> All right, listen. Uh, moving on. Let's talk some heavyweight action. Rock. Looks like the. Um, I hated the way you just said that, but that's okay. Go ahead. <laughs> the uh, Fury and Wilder, those guys, they've been on a under the radar this week. Canelo's been taking up everybody's attention, um, but it looks like Fury Joshua will happen. I mean, not signed, not confirmed, but from the people that were around Vegas this week that that are, I would say, connected to both parties are saying that this fight is going to happen. Usek, let's not forget, Barack, Usek has mentioned during interviews that he wanted to take some time off. I don't know if he had some injury that he needed to recover from, spend some time with his family. Right. He didn't want to fight right away in December. He wanted to fight Fury next year. Let's not forget that and, and stop saying that, oh, Fury is ducking Usek. Usek is the first one to say he didn't want to fight in December, that he wanted to fight next year. So why would you be upset at Tyson Fury for wanting to make even a bigger fight? Yes, a bigger fight, I said it. For the British people before that fight? Um, I would not. Yeah, I would definitely say that's a bigger fight. I would not get upset at Fury. I was upset initially until I realized the reason why he was doing this. And it was an interim fight because, like you said, Usyk wasn't ready for a December fight. Granted, he's the he's the heavyweight champion in the world. Uh, he, he can get some time. He just had two big fights with Anthony Joshua. He can get some time off. Uh, I think this is a great fight. I, I love it. You know, I think I also like that Usyk is also saying, hey, you know what? Now out of nowhere, you know what? Since you want to go uh, Fury, you want to go and fight Joshua, I want to fight Deontay Wilder. I like, I that, like that as well. I, I, like I, don't, that. I don't necessarily agree with Eddie Hearn talking about uh, that Usyk would win every round against Deontay Wilder. That I don't believe because the best heavyweight fighter in the world went 12 rounds with, with Wilder and could not escape that right hand in the first one. And even in the th- in the second one, he, he just went straight at him. And that's Usyk is not going straight at Deontay that, that, Wilder. So point. that's not happening. That, that, that's a good point. So, and so not whenever, to mention- Whenever not, he boxed, when Fury boxed him, he still could not escape the right hand. So and let me add to that. I don't see how, I don't see how Usyk can for 12 rounds. Let, let me add to that, Barack. And, and is it, isn't Deontay's Wilder's right hand a little bit faster than possibly AJ's? Of course, and not only that, not only that, let's not forget about the skilled Cuban southpaw that Deontay Wilder was able to knock out, not once, but two times. Yes. And he's, and and is, is very skilled, maybe a bit older than Usyk, but I would say just as skilled to some degree and slick. So, and and he, that land hand, that right hand was able to find a home against 
against uh, Ortiz, a younger version of Ortiz, what makes you think it won't find uh, that's a, you know, a that's home a good, against That's a good city? point. The only difference is the footwork. Uh, yes, it's, but it's, that's why I said to some degree. Like so yeah, you're right though. And I'm glad you brought him up because he's left-handed. And, and yeah, so that's that, 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 that was one of the reasons why I brought him up because it's yeah. from that same stance. And the lead right hand is very effective against southpaws, especially when it's as fast as Deontay Wilder's left hand. So no, I'm not going to rule him out. I believe Deontay can knock Usyk out as well. He yes. lands that right hand. All right, um, listen, Barack, in my opinion, you know, it's funny, we brought, we, brought up, um, we brought up Crawford and Spence, and this young man was, I guess, was under the wing of Terrence Crawford. At one point, he would say that Terrence is the best fight in the world, and that was his big brother. And now he's at a stage where he's letting the people know, I, skill-wise, I'm the best fighter in the world. Mm. I'm the most skilled fighter in the world. His confidence is there. He's proven it in the ring. He's going to get an, another opportunity tomorrow night at the Prudential Center on ESPN. Shakur Stevenson. You were able to catch up with him. Take a look. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right, Fight Fan, joining us now, friends to the room, unified super featherweight champ, one of the brightest stars in boxing, Shakur Stevenson. What's up, champ? What's good? What's good? Listen, th thanks for joining us. Another big fight, Brick City, homecoming. Uh, yeah. how, how, how nerve wracking is it? Because I want to talk about this fight that you got coming up on, on, on September 23rd when you know you're fighting at home, because that comes with a lot of ticket requests. A lot of hometown people wanting to be in the building, added pressure, or you feel great about it? Do you accept it all? Nah, I accept all the pressure. I don't think I, I duck from pressure. I think that uh, I've been facing pressure my whole career. I feel like pressure is just, I, I, I'm cool with pressure now at the end of the day. Um, and once I get to fight night, I'm a zone, everything out, and I ain't gonna be worried about nothing that's going on outside of the box ring. I'm gonna be focused on this um, concession. So, I ain't, I ain't really too much care about the pressure. I think that the pressure uh, comes with it. But um, a lot of other people may fold under pressure. I don't, I don't got that in me. Well, this is a good fight. Uh, yeah, homecoming is is great chance for you to be in, you know, to be on a stage and have a spectacular performance. But I think low-key, you were kind of like the guy people were avoiding. Do you think you'll be able to grab all of the titles at 130? I think it's a possibility, maybe. Um, it's depending on, you know, that's what I say. Because I'll be real with y'all here. Um, it's depending on my weight cut for this fight. Mm -hmm. We're going to see how the weight cut feel for this fight. And uh, if it's cool, you know, I stay. If not, um, I'll go, you know, chase the bigger fish at 135 that everybody keep acting like uh, it's bigger fish. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, I obviously... Even though you're at 130 and you're 130 unified champ, I know you wanted to be undisputed there, but you're a growing young man. People still put you in those conversations at 135, even though you're not at 135. I'm not sure if you're aware of that. It's almost hard to talk about Tank, Devin, Ryan, Loma, and not talk about Shakur. Why is that? I think that is very exciting now because um, if you think back a couple of uh, years ago, they wasn't speaking on me. Like, they was only speaking on all of them kind of dudes. And, um, you know, it's a beautiful thing where, you know, you you get your name in the mix and now, you know, you're not even at a weight class. 
Yeah. And everybody just wants you at that weight class that like, I feel like the whole so, world. So you're, you know now that you're aware. I can tell by that smirk. Like, they just want me anywhere because you are considered one of the best fighters in the world. At one point, I remember speaking to you, and it wasn't that important for you to be on a pound for pound list. This was maybe about a year and a half, two years ago. Now, are we having a different conversation? Now, do you feel like you need to be on that top 10 list? Oh, no, nah, I'm on there already. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. uh, leave. If you leave me off your compound list, <laughs> uh, that's on you. Though. You know, that's whatever you choose. But at the end of the day, I deserve to be on there. Um, I'm fighting these top fighters in front of me. And, you know, all these guys that are supposed to be champions and guys that's winning, I'm just taking them out easily. And I'm not really having a hard time with them. So um, no disrespect to them dudes at all. But I'm just saying, like, that's how talented I am. So I, I feel like my talent speak for itself. I feel like I deserve to be on the pound for pound list, especially after what I did to Oscar Valdez. Um, if people leave me off, that's unknown, but I definitely deserve to be there. Right. I think, I think we got a different era where we got a lot of champions, a lot of great fighters like Devin Haney, yourself, and, you know, all of these other guys, Lomachenko is another great fighter. So I just think this is a good era where we got so many people that can actually be on that list, but yeah, but I mean, you know, if you really pay attention to boxing, you know, like you, if you, you really pay attention to what's really going on in boxing and see, like, I, okay, this dude went from fighting Nakatia, then straight to Jamel Heron. Then after Jamel Heron, he dismantled Jamel Heron. We go straight to Oscar Valdez. Um, like I said, if you really pay attention to boxing, you know, you know, like, we put him there. He deserved to be there. No doubt. So here's a question that, fighters don't like to answer. You said possibly you move up to 135 depending on this weight cut right here. Who is the toughest fight at 135? I know you're probably feeling like you're the best, but who's the toughest fight for you at 135? This is what I say when it comes to that. I feel like, you know, you never know who really the toughest fight until you get in the ring with them. Like right. You would never know who would be. You may go there and, you know, they may be talking about Tank and Devin uh, be the toughest fight. Cause that's how I really would look at it, honestly. But um, you know, I, I'm getting one older. of them. I'm getting older. I'm getting wiser now. Mm -hmm. I know, like you know, what if I go there and I fight both of them and they're not that tough, and then I fight Lomachenko, and he give me all hell's break loose fight. So you just never know, like um, you never know who really your toughest opponent until you get in the ring. No, you, you never know, but you you could you always think. So I'm just asking you who you think. Nah, you can't think like that either, though. You can't no. think like that either at the end of the day because you got to think. When you're going in the ring, mm -hmm. when you're facing another man, you got to know that you're going to beat them. Like, you got to know that you're better than them. Got you. Not, you can't tell yourself that you're going to be facing somebody tough. Well, you, you can tell yourself you're going to be facing somebody tough, but you can't tell yourself that this is going to be my toughest fight ever. Mm. Like, you can't big somebody up and put them on the pedestal where it's like, you, you you fighting them at the end of the day. Like, I don't put no, I ain't gonna lie, I don't put nothing. I got you. I got you. When I'm fighting them. That makes Listen, sense. Uh, Shakur, I want to touch on, on something that a lot of people have become aware of recently, um, of you being half Puerto Rican. And we all know how many fight fans are in Puerto Rico. Do you see in the near future at some point, maybe you going to the island and fighting in Puerto Rico? Because as of now, not wow. sure if you know, there are a lot of fans out there that love you and that are embracing you. Would you ever fight there? Yeah, I, I would, definitely. Uh, it's depending on, like I said, you know, if they do take me in as they own. Um, I'm not, I told you, I'm not going to force it on nobody. I ain't going to just... No, no, I'm no, I'm letting you know now. I'm tapping yeah. in. They, they yeah. want you, they accept you, they're yeah. ready. <laughs> yeah, okay, I mean... He's the, the ambassador. Plug. He's the ambassador for Puerto <laughs> yeah, Rico. you the plug and you tell me that they... That they uh, Nah, for real though, if they if they accept me and you know and want to embrace mm. me, I'll go put on a, a hell of a performance in Puerto Rico. And, and top rank is connected with Puerto Rico, you know. Yeah, 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 you know. So listen, as far as Ken says, y'all, that, that fight, even though it's not uh, you know, you're not fighting for another title, but you're defending your titles. Here's a guy that people might not know fought Valdez. A lot of people felt like he won that fight. This is not like a walk in the park. This is a real fight come September 23rd. Talk about your opponent. Nah, like I said, I, I done said this before too. I, um, anybody that could go to the Olympic Games and, and win an Olympic gold medal, um, I feel like that's one of the hardest things to do in life. Mm. 
And um, you got to respect him. You can't just look past him. I, I ain't looking past this dude. I know that um, he's a great fighter. He got um, great things that he do. But um, at the end of the day, he's going against me. He's going against me, and I'm going in there to beat him up. So, you know, you said earlier about the weight cut, and that's the reason why you're going to go up to 135. Has it been really that tough, even with a nutritionist? I mean, like I said, it's depending on how it is for this fight. I don't, I ain't, I ain't really have no uh, tough time making weight yet. Right. But you know, as you grow and as you get like bigger, you start to feel like your body start to feel mm -hmm. like you getting bigger. And, um, I could tell like I'm getting bigger. So at the end of the day, I'm not one of them fighters who gonna like do a whole bunch of weight cut when I really don't have to. When I can fight at whatever weight class I feel like fighting. Right. So um, I. It's depending on like how I feel this fight. If I go to and make 130 this fight and it's super hard, then we going up to 35 and we going mm -hmm. to see whoever here. If it's right. not so hard to make the weight, uh, Joe Cordina, you guys got a little history going back and He's forth. He's first in line. Oh right. yeah? He's first, He's first in line. line. How, long, wow. how long would you wait for that fight before you say to hell with this, I'm going up to 35? What's your deadline? I told him December. I mean, he said he fighting at, uh, Matter of fact, I ain't gonna say December. I'm gonna say January, just because he said he's gonna fight in October. So okay. at least give him about two two months to get back right and get ready mm -hmm. to fight. So I say January. Um, if I'm able to make that weight, still, um, I'm he's first in line. I mean, he's been doing a lot of social media talk, and I feel like every time I get on social media, I see Joe Cardina like this post, and he uh tweeted this or he uh DM, he uh hopped on Instagram and said he he commented on the picture and said man tagged me in it or something so um, I That's feel like crazy. He, first, he first in line he went from you went from don't worry wait your turn to your next <laughs> yeah were you follow were you following him on Instagram at one time I've been following Joe I've been knew him yeah. back when we was amateurs like I knew him for the longest, like I don't know him personally, but I've been new yeah. of him. Like I used to see him fight all the time. But are um, you still following him, or did you say you know what? That's it. Unfollow. Nah, I ain't one of them dude. That that don't yeah. bother me at the end of the day. They ain't. I ain't taking it personal. I feel like once you unfollow somebody, you taking it too personal. Yeah. It's too deep. So I ain't. I ain't taking it personal. It's just you know, yeah. he went from you know that that dude that I gave credit to, and I said oh, Joe Cardina is a good fighter, and he's the yeah. best fighter from. Uh, them, them neck of the woods, but now he just, you know, he talking too much. You got to put him in his place. You got to understand. I said you was a good fighter. I don't mean that. I'm saying you could do anything with me. Now now you, just be, you just be sleeping people, making them feel like, oh, Shakur is so nice, and then getting a ring and you turn into a killer. But but um, on, on another note, look, we talked about Lomachenko earlier. Bob Aaron was on record saying, listen, yeah, that's a fight 2023 that can happen. Has there been real discussions about that fight? Like, Real conversations about you possibly fighting Lomachenko. Uh, nah, I ain't really hear too much, but um, I think he first in line for Devin Bell, right? Am I right? That's what I heard. Yeah, that, that, that's what after, we after, Is it me or is it him? Like, that's what I was trying to figure out. Like, what? You know, they be saying a whole bunch of stuff, but look, this is what I will say. I'm willing to fight whoever. Yeah. If it come down to it, if I, don't, if I skip the line over Lomachenko and have to fight, uh, Dev, with all due respect to Dev, because I, uh, if it's anybody at the 35, like division, I've never hated. But yeah. um, I'm willing to step in the ring and have to fight Dev, and I'm, I'm cool with that. If I'm skipping the line, if they say you got to fight Lemachenko, you know, we can fight too. I'm willing to fight. It's safe to say, it's like one time we were talking to, uh, but damn, I'm not sure. Maybe Shakur was there that day, but it was a while back when we were talking about Bud when he first came to 147. And he said he messes with Sean Porter. He's the last guy on the list that he would want to fight. This is when he first beat Jeff Horn. So is it yeah. safe to say you're in that same position? If you go to 135, Devin would be the last guy you want to fight. Nah, because you know why it's different, though? That's Just why. because of the fact that um, Devin is the guy to beat, like, at 135. Yeah, that's he, true. He the man, like, so he got all the belts at the end of yeah, the day. Yeah, it's true. Once you get to that division, you look for the person who's the guy to be. I'm not looking at the nobody with no fake titles or no like none of that stuff. I'm looking at yes. yeah, the dude, the dude that's the uh, boogeyman, the, the, yeah. the killer. Now, Shakur, uh, you've spoken on this in in the past. You know, Tank and Ryan Garcia 
they're going back and forth. Ryan wants this fight. Ryan has gone on and said that he would even record all the negotiations. Leonard and Oscar saying this is the biggest fight in boxing. Do you agree with that? Uh, that this is the biggest fight in boxing in terms of revenue and viewership? No, I disagree. What, what is? What would be? What would be? I think Terrence Crawford and Earl Spence is. I think it's a bigger and better fight. Mm, so you think it would do more numbers on pay per view and all of that? I'm not sure where, um, like, and no disrespect to Ryan either. I'm not, no, no disrespect, but I'm not sure where his numbers, um, I ain't, I heard about his numbers for his last fight. I ain't hear like he did anything too crazy. Um, I, we already know Tank a big draw. Um, right. but I think that Terrence Crawford and Earl Smith, you got to realize Earl Smith, what, how many people he had in Dallas his last 40, fight? Yeah, 40-something thousand people. I, I was imagine, there. Yeah. Imagine who made Bud Crawford in the ring. I feel like the whole, like, the, the black community, the whole boxing world in general is going to like step up and show out for them. So I think that that's a big and better fight if you ask me. Hopefully, you mentioned a uh, pay-per-view and numbers, right? Uh, we all know that that is part of the culture in boxing. What do you think would be your first pay-per-view fight? What opponent would it be? Who would who would be the matchup where Bob Arum, top ranking, whoever you guys are doing a fight with, let's say this I, has to be pay-per-view? Let me check off. I think me and Lomachenko should be um, pay-per-view. I think that's a big, big fight. Um, especially, you know, uh, I'm going to turn up and sell it. But we can't look past uh, Concession. Right, right, right. We, we have we got, you going to turn up. You're going to turn up and sell it. Okay. Hey, man, let's see. I'm, I'm going to make sure I sell that fight if it do happen. But right. then yeah, the okay. I got to take care of business with yeah, you got That's business well, September 20th. Well, well speak, speaking of selling fights, you know, we're talking about this fight right here. Uh, you say you don't get nervous. You say you don't feel the pressure. But what about feeling like some kind of pressure about putting people in the stands? Do you really think about that? How many people going to come to my fight? You got to understand, too. Um, when I, like, when I come up, when I came up, my grandfather told me, he told me, um, only like worry about the things you got control of. So um, mm. long as you do everything in your power and like, I'm gonna do everything in my power to make sure I get, and I feel that um, CSUP, that's all I, I could worry about. I can't um, worry about nothing that I can't control. If I can't control it, I, I, I'm gonna stay out of it. But at the end of the day, um, I'm, I'm going, like I'm, I'm a superstar. I already know like, a, mm. I'm, I'm so confident in the world falling in love with me. Like I'm so confident in becoming a, Super, a big superstar in the sport of boxing. So um, I'm not, I'm not tripping off that. I ain't, I'm, I'm just waiting and letting it, everything handle itself. As I listen to this answer, I realize how much you maturing over the years and uh, always spot on with your answer. That's a great answer. Listen, Chico, before we get out of here, we want to play a game called the standing eight. Now you have to answer these rapid fire questions within 60 seconds. That's part of the game. If you can't make it six in 60, you lose. If you can't, you win the game, so I'm gonna set it off with the standing eight. Are you ready? Oh yeah, this is easy. All right, 60 seconds standing eight with Shakur Stevenson. Tank Devin, who wins? Whew, 60 seconds, uh, Devin. You gonna lose this because Crawford Spence, you done lost already. You don't <laughs> want to answer this. See, see how you, no, come on, we you, gonna get, win. You, you wasting this 60 seconds. Just <laughs> no, ask he, the he He's going to admit that he's going to lose right now. Watch. Crawford. Oh, right. okay. <laughs> Favorite movie. You said what? Favorite movie ever. Movie, uh, Lion King. Best female fighter. Clarissa Shields. Mayweather versus Pernell Whitaker, both in their prime. Who wins? Sweet Pea. Your toughest opponent to date? Oscar Valdez. You're getting jumped by 25 dudes. You can pick any three fighters ever in any era. Who are you taking a wall with you? Mike Tyson, Terrence Crawford, Sugar Ray Leonard. Mm, no doubt. Would you rather be undisputed at 135 or undisputed at 130? 135. All right, That's the standing eight. That's the standing eight. Josh, you make right? it in 60 seconds. No. Just over. I lost? All right, no. You know, we're going to give you that one because I, I, I messed that one up. Barack messed, messed that, that up for you. He made I this messed question it up. You, too you, long. You, you won that one. You won. I, thought right. you, I thought I was going to stump you with that one. I didn't know you was going <laughs> to answer that. I did that on purpose, too.
All right, well, we won't give it to Shakur. He won the stand. You're too competitive. That's why I don't like you. You're too competitive. Man. You're Just supposed like to lose Bud. that one. <laughs> you worse than Bud. <laughs> All right, folks, standing name with Shakur Stevenson. Always great chatting with, with Shakur. I mean, we always knew, Barack, that t- the talent w- was there from the very beginning of his career coming off for the Olympics, winning a silver medal. Um, yeah. But there, there was a lot to prove. Uh, being a professional fighter, things are different amateurs. I mean, even, I mean, if you take a look at the the Cuban fighter that, that Shakur lost to in the Olympics, uh, how he didn't thrive the way Shakur did in a professional. So it's a different world, but Shakur has been able to thrive and win titles in different divisions. And is, I guess, one of the most talked about fighters in the sport today. I'm looking forward to a, a big, big victory tomorrow in his hometown. Yeah, I mean, I like I like Robeson Conceição. I, I think he's a good fight. I think he had a tough fight with Oscar Valdez. He feels like he beat Oscar Valdez. Uh, yeah. I feel like Oscar won that fight. Um, it was just closer, yeah. closer than people thought. You know, if you want to count the rounds, close. yeah. All right, so whatever he did, he did good against Oscar Valdez. But and he's a good fighter. But that means nothing anyway, because I mean, Shakur already beat. Yeah, fin- finish my thought. Finish my thought for me. Finish my thought oh, no, for me. You know what? I don't even. I don't even know why I'm on this podcast. No, I think. No, I think no, no, right. Because I like the fact that you was using a common <laughs> opponent, but Shakur already beat him. Shakur <laughs> already beat him easy. True, but we know that we, we know that doesn't always work the same way. Right. You know what I'm saying that that doesn't work the same way. So, um, like Timothy Bradley can be no. I don't want to bring up. I don't, that's I'm obvious. Go down that rabbit hole. Style, styles makes fights, and when you look at Robeson's style, it was good enough for Oscar Valdez. But I, I don't think that style will give um, Shakur Stevenson too much trouble. Yes, he can counter punch, but Shakur is faster. Shakur is faster. He's more accurate. His defense is impeccable. He's just a tough fight for anybody on the right. on the planet. Right. All right. Well. Uh, like I said, big win for him. That's what I see tomorrow. No disrespect, <laughs> the consensus. Yeah, no right? disrespect, but you're losing. That's what you're saying. No uh, dis- hold up, Barack. Yeah. But, but, don't say but don't even come to the fight. Talking about stars. Uh, before we get out of here, big news, big fight announcement. I like to call her the Queen of Ireland, Barack. She is back. Katie Taylor on October 29th, fighting Karen Elizabeth Carabajal. Wait, is it Carabajal? Carabajal. I would say Carabajal. Carabajal is is the proper way to say that. Carabajal. Carabajal. That's what I'm saying. You just don't hear it. (laughs) Carabajal. Three, two, one. Big announcement. I like to call her the Queen of Ireland. Barack Katie Taylor is backed on October 29th in London, fighting Karen Carabajal. Listen, uh, in my opinion, Barack, I know that the rest of the world wants to see the rematch against Amanda Serrano, but Amanda has dropped down to defend her titles at 126. She wants to do some other things. I think down the line, we'll get that rematch. So Katie can't wait forever. She's, uh, she's not in her 20s anymore. She wants to stay busy. I like this fight. I like Arbahal. I just, I, I'm spoiled. I'm sorry, Barack, I'm spoiled. I want to see her against Amanda Serrano another two times. <laughs> you do not like Karen Bahal. Um, and, and speaking of stay busy, that's exactly what this is. This is a stay busy fight. And speaking of queens, uh, my condolences to the family of the queen of England, Queen Elizabeth. Um, listen, this is a stay busy fight. You know, I always say fighters who fight only in their home country, unless that home country is United States or or maybe, maybe even uh, UK, maybe, I don't know. But the toughest competition happens to be when you fight abroad, when you fight different places, you know, and when you're fighting in Argentina, that 19 and 0 ain't the same as a 19 and 0 of someone who has fought in America, fought overseas, fought in Japan, fought all over the world. Something that Katie has done. And also, I don't think Karen has an amateur background you know a lot of women don't have amateur backgrounds that doesn't always mean anything I mean no what it means is is experience that Katie has over her and she's fought way better competition so this sounds like all right thanks for not selling the fight for for making people know hey this is a no no, contest (laughs) hey this is the thing we got to be real the thing is is that Katie Taylor is who she is 
So we want to see her fight no matter what. We know Amanda Serrano is probably her toughest competition out there right now, but this is not her. Nobody is Amanda Serrano, but this is just the next fight. I think it's a stay busy fight. Hey, Barack, I mean, there's another young lady that's fighting soon as well who's not a boxer, but is going to be fighting in a boxer ring. She's oh, she well is known. Now. She's from Brazil. Chris Cyborg. You know, I know the rumors about her fighting Katie Taylor, but but you just, to your point, Barack, you talked about the experience. She's an Olympic gold medalist. She's, I mean, she's won titles and she's undisputed. I mean, can Cyborg really compete with Katie Taylor? No disrespect to Cyborg. She's a great MMA fighter. But it, will that be even a competition, man? She's a she's a great MMA fighter. She's a she's a great human being, a wonderful yes, person. Absolutely. Um, no, no, I don't, I don't think anybody coming from the MMA world can compete with the very best of boxing. Right. You notice that I said that because Silva beat Chavez Jr. So no, you're not going to be able to compete with the best of boxing, and, and that's what Katie Taylor is. She's the best of boxing. I think even um, Cyborg knows that. I think she's just going to give it a go. She's going to give it a go. And because of her name and Katie's name, people are watching. I don't, I don't think it'll really be competitive. I really don't. Unless there was some way that she tries to rough, like if she has enough stamina to push Katie around and rough her up, but that's what refs are there for. So no, I just can't see any competitiveness in that particular fight. I don't, but I do agree with you that people will watch, including myself, but let's, Katie but good luck to Cyborg on her, on her first boxing. On her first fight on the 25th, yeah. I believe. Also, um, this is boxing. It is a theater of the unexpected. Let no, me stop. no, no. <laughs> the theater, the, 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 this ain't no theater. Hold on, hold on. That's stop when the theater closes stop down. It. Stop it. Oh, the and it becomes is, predictable. The, the theater has a door cracked open. Just no. maybe somebody <laughs> no. can squeeze in there. Because no. she, uh, Katie Taylor still has to get past Cotabahal first. Uh, uh, all right, so when... Uh, you, you're right, because when Klitschko, Vitaly, that is, hurt his shoulder, Chris Bird was able to beat him. You right. know, when it, when he got a cut and he lost to Lennox Lewis, Lennox Lewis, I believe, didn't train for that particular fight because he was supposed to fight somebody else. But you're right. Anything so you, can you, happen. You, you never know. All right? So we'll see. So good, good luck to, to both women, uh, Cyborg and Katie Taylor, all right? That does it for us today. Hope you guys enjoyed. Peace and love. Stay safe. We're out of here.